Today's cheer is dedicated for the success of the state of Israel, for the success of our soldiers, for the Israel Hashem, the return of the hostages very soon, all of them. Uh, all of those who were killed uh, during this war, Al Kiddush Hashem. Laaz uh, means the vernacular, the common language. Uh, Laz is uh, in whatever country uh, people live in, if people don't speak Hebrew, or the, the language that, our language, the language of the Jewish people is Lashon HaKodesh, is the holy language, uh, which is the Hebrew of the Torah, the Hebrew of the Bible. Okay, tell, good morning, good morning. Laz is, you know, people uh, lived in Iran, they speak Farsi. Farsi is the laws. Or if you lived in France, they speak French. Or in the in the U.S., we speak English. So let's see what does Pele Yoetz have to say about the vernacular. So Pele says in his times, 200 years ago, Hen Rabim Ata There's a lot of people out there, 200 years ago, She'en Mivim Bilshon HaKodesh, who don't understand Hebrew. If you teach them, uh, in, you try to teach them in Hebrew, or write for them in Hebrew, they won't understand it. And thank God there's some books that are written out there that are written not only in Hebrew. There are books written in Hebrew, but there are books that are also written in other uh, languages so that they're able to read them. Books of Torah, books that explain uh, the, the Torah. And if you ask me, Peleo, it says, if you want to help the public and do good for the public, you should write books, whether it's uh, explaining the prayers that we pray, or whether it's writing the uh, laws, Jewish laws that people should know, or Tuchichot Musar, or books of Jewish ethics and Jewish morals and Jewish values, and, and explain them well, and explain it in the language that people understand. In the language that they will be able to read and appreciate and understand it. Very often when uh, people go to yeshiva and they live in the, the world of the yeshiva, they, so in the yeshiva when you want to learn at a very deep level, so you really want to get to the bottom of where everything gets uh, comes from. So Brian, you learn the Talmud, you learn the Gemara, and you learn of all of the great rabbis. Over every law that we just think of, or uh, someone uh, might think of, of, here, you tell me put on uh, tefillin, or this is how we put on tefillin, or you tell me what we do on Chag, or what we can't do on Chag. And there, there, there could be a thousand rabbis who spoke about it before. It could be that it started from the Talmud and this and that. Uh, someone who, who is learning, just like someone who is learning in the university, uh, they might be thinking, in the, thinking just like a professor thinks. And they might say, oh, you know what's a great book that I could write? Uh, or what's a great video that I can publish or something like that help? Something explaining a bizarre statement that someone wrote uh, in, in, in one place. 
and it's, it's misunderstood by the academic world, it's misunderstood by uh, most of the people who are learning in the end. Let me explain uh, what that means, and this is going to change the world, because, um, because I'm writing about it, or because I'm speaking about it. Uh, it's, it's great and it's good for the professors and for the five people who are going to actually read it. <laughs> and we'll understand it. But outside of that, your, your books are going to collect dust. <laughs> you know, no one's going no to read them. Well, who's it going to help? It's going to help one person here, one person there who might read it uh, once every 50 years. <laughs> like, why would you waste your And he doesn't want to say waste your time, but he's like, don't. He's like, that's not where you want to invest your time. But if you can write a book in the language of the people, in the language in the common uh, language that people understand, you have a much better opportunity that people will actually read your works, that people will actually uh, listen to your podcast, and people will actually uh, follow your videos. So, and the truth is, says, let me tell you, like there's a lot of people, both men and women, that they want to learn. People actually have a desire to, to learn Torah. And Baruch Hashem, we have many. This is 200 years ago. I don't know about today, but <laughs> many people, people want to understand. If the information can be made accessible to them, people want to learn. People, unfortunately, for whatever reason, didn't have the education or didn't have the zikhut to be able to learn Hebrew, to be able to learn the, the holy tongue. Uh, but they want to learn. It's not that they don't want to learn. Now I have the opportunity to learn. I want it. So if there's a way that I can access it and someone can provide it to me, the, that person's doing a great mitzvah. And therefore, Peleot says, those who write books in order to help the general public of their community who are not Hebrew speaking, who do not understand the, the Hebrew speaking person, the person who understands Lashon HaKodesh, thank God there are many books in uh, Hebrew and in modern Hebrew that they'll be able to read and understand and they can hopefully have more access to the Torah even directly than the average person. But to someone who doesn't, and who doesn't have Hebrew, so Peleot says it's a very big thing, and it's a great favor and a great help that you're doing for the public by publishing content not in Hebrew, but in a language that people are going to understand. So to, in America, to, in English, in France, in French, for the Spanish, in Spanish, for, uh, for those in, in China, for the Chinese, for those who will, uh, will only understand Chinese, so uschut harabim, so hen hen mezakinet harabim. You are bringing great merit to the public by writing and publishing content and information about the Torah in language people will understand. Uschut harabim talui bahem. You don't know the the changes that you can make and the influence you can have. Vehen emet shesegulat l'shon akodesh rabai. Now the very truth is, Peleyoet is saying you can't really compare any other language to uh, learning Hebrew itself, learning lashon hakodesh. I should call it lashon hakodesh because modern day Hebrew is not exactly uh, the same as the Torah's Hebrew. But Peleyoet says there you can't really compare. You can't really compare being familiar with 
uh, and being fluent in the holy tongue, the, the, the language of the Torah, compared to any other language. Until, uh, to the point that it says, If a person learns to speak Lashon HaKodesh, a person who learns to speak the whole the language of the Torah, uh, even if they're not learning Torah, but I'm just speaking Hebrew. I'm just having conversations in Hebrew with my friend. Why am I speak? Why are we speaking in Hebrew? Why are we speaking Lashon HaKodesh? Because this is the holy tongue. Because this is the language of the Torah. So a person who does that, there's a holiness that they attract to themselves. Because, uh, because we're, when we use the holy tongue, when we use Lashon HaKonesh, we attract Kiddushah, we attract holiness to us. That very Atikim. Pele uh, says, I don't need to prove that to you. That's uh, something that's known. And when we read the Torah, like when we read the Torah, and, or when we read the prayers, we, we grow levels in heaven. I mean, there's holiness that's attained, uh, even if we don't understand the words. When it comes to reading the Torah itself, even if we don't understand the words, you gain from it. Why? Uh, reading the Torah in Hebrew or understanding what it says? Oh, so he's going so to address it. Yeah, it's an excellent question. You're ahead of the game. He's going to get to it right now. So, so don't think that it doesn't have value to read the Torah in Hebrew uh, and to read the Tefillot in Hebrew, to have familiarity in reading in Hebrew, it has value even when a person doesn't understand it. But at the same time, on the other end, you can't compare a person who is uh, just reading in the air and, uh, okay, my words have influence and they make a difference, but I have no idea what I'm saying uh, versus a person who reads and who understands and who appreciates the depth of what they're reading and what they're saying. He said that's the difference between light and darkness. You have a person who's shooting from the hip, who's shooting in the dark and uh, doesn't know what they're doing. And then you have a person that they, they actually have a, a scope and they actually uh, are able to see what they're doing. So, and therefore, the best advice that I can give Pele Yoetz as such a person is you have to do a little bit of both. You have, to, uh, you have to spend some time in the language you understand. But Pele Yoetz says don't ever disconnect yourself completely from the Holy Tongue, from Lashon HaKodesh. Unfortunately, this, this was, uh, Pele Yoetz was very, uh, possibly even sensitive to it somewhat, but this was the first sin of the Reform Jewry. The first sin of the reformed jury is they said, hey, it's more important for everybody to understand. So you know what? Let's just change everything to the vernacular. Uh, and yeah, okay, the fact that people can't, won't be able to read Hebrew anymore and people won't be able to read that, it uh, doesn't matter. It's more important that people should understand. And what happens eventually down the line is that there's close to complete assimilation. Uh, if not complete uh, assimilation after that, because people forget the original. People forget where it all came from, and there's nuances in the language that you can't, uh, that are not always fully explainable. So a person cannot disconnect himself from Lashon HaKodesh. Now, of course, we understand and we appreciate that um, if somebody doesn't understand Hebrew, it takes a tremendous investment of effort, it takes a tremendous amount of work. Uh, to learn Hebrew, and to that Pele Yoet says, 
you got to spend a little bit of time at least. You don't invest all of your time and say, I'm not going to understand anything that I'm doing uh, or anything that I'm saying. So if I'm reading the Siddur and I'm reading Shacharit, right, say at least some of the parts in Hebrew, the other parts read in English, and then over time, see if you could understand a little bit more Hebrew here and there until you could uh, appreciate more of the Hebrew. And if some of it you have to read in English, read some of it in English also. Do a little bit of both. Don't disconnect from the Hebrew, but also say it or read it in a language that you will understand. It's good to have both. A person who loves life will love learning and will try to find any book, any class, any shiur that is going to connect to his nishama and will help him grow and you'll, you'll run after it the same way the birds fly in the mountains uh, chasing whatever they want to chase. Because Hashem looks at us when we get to heaven, Hashem asks us, did you have the opportunity to learn? Did you chase after it? Or did you just, uh, you know, tie your hands behind your back and uh, uh, watch Netflix all day? And learning Torah is great because the more we learn, the more we're able to fulfill and the more we're able to keep. Now, Pele Yoetz writes about himself. I have the, this book that he wrote, Pele Yoetz, which is a book to teach people what language is it written. It's written in Hebrew. <laughs> so Pele Yoetz says, the truth is, he says, I wanted to write this in, uh, in a language people would understand, which I don't know if it was, uh, I don't know, Turkish or uh, wherever it was that they lived. <laughs> in Farsi, yeah. But says the reason why I wrote it in Hebrew is because I wanted a language that would that if it went across the entire Jewish nation, uh, at least some people in every community would be able to read and understand. I wanted to send it to the Sfaradim, to the Ashkenazim, and to all different communities, and everybody speaks a different language. I couldn't write it in a hundred different languages uh, in his time. So, so because of that, I wrote it in Hebrew, that at least some people in every Jewish community around the world will be able to understand. But at the same time, it says, I give complete permission. If there's anybody who wants to translate my book and wants to bring a zikhut to the public, you have my permission uh, to translate my book into, uh, into any language you want for people to understand. There actually is an English version of Peleoites, if anybody wants to acquire it. Musar, just like they did with uh, a different book of ethics called Shevet Musar. He said, Hashem should double your reward if you translate uh, my book into another language and you help more people to be able to understand it. So, uh, so that's the balance that we have to sometimes deal with, uh, with having uh, our common language that we understand, but at the same time, keeping our access to the holy language of Hebrew. Okay, we wish everybody a wonderful day. Happiest, Happiest Wednesday. 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 Thank you.